Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today I am so excited to have on just an 18-year-old from Sheffield, England. A staple and legend in Sheffield coming up with the Sheffield Steelhawks, Scimitars, Titans, and the Stormers. That's the Sheffield Stormers, folks. Not to be mistaken for the chocolatey Manchester Storm. He didn't just play with the under-18 Steelhawks, he ran amok, becoming a champion of England, and in 21-22, had the best save percentage in the league at 9.25. And that same season was named to Team GB and promptly won a bronze medal. He was just named to Team GB for the upcoming under-20 World Championships, but he seems like an obvious choice as he has got to be the youngest goalie mucking it up in the EIHL and just made his first appearance in between the pipes this season at just 18 years of age for the chocolatey Manchester Storm. Welcome to my shed, Alex Oldale. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me on. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. Um, I get into how we know each other. A Storm supporter, yeah. someone in the Storm family wrote to me and said, Alex Oldale's a shed guy. He's going out of his way to sign pucks for kids. I like that type of stuff. Good work. <laughs> Got to get it in the shed. Right. Um, so pretty exciting times around Manchester. I hear you guys are the buzz of the town. Your last game was sold out. Chocolate is pretty fun, isn't it? <laughs> Chocolate flying from every direction. <laughs> <laughs> that's hockey. Hey, that's pretty fun. That started from chatting yeah. in my shed. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the back of Critch's jersey? Have you seen my logo on his jersey? Because it, it, it'll it get you hot and bothered. Of course. It was uh, one of the first things I noticed, actually. Really? Because it's cool. Like, because that'll make and, uh, your heart want to pop. When you see it from my side of, like, where this started to where we're at now, heartwarming stuff. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So, um, geez, I've had on some kids, but you're you're 18 years old you got to be one of the youngest professional hockey players i've ever had to the shed well it's uh it's an honor to be here i can uh, say that for sure <laughs> well that's cool <laughs> so i get into how we know each other nice to meet you nice yeah. to meet you too yeah slipping one in on lunch hour here right we got a hustle <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, and speaking of you signing those pucks for the kids is uh, I got a raffle at aleshockeytails.com of four Ryan O'Reilly or five Ooh. Ryan O'Reilly signed pucks um, to raise money um, and, you know, might help me even sponsor the Manchester Storm, who I believe you pay for. So you people could win like a Hall of Famer signed puck and support their chocolatey storm, right? <laughs> That's a win-win. 
Yeah, isn't it? Get your tickets, folks, at aleshockeytails.com. And you're from Sheffield, so the other raffle we have up is the new captain of Sheffield's T-shirt that he's sweating, and then he got all his teammates to sign it with him. And we're raffling that off for Rich Bateman's Road to Recovery, um, and that's also at aleshockeytails.com. So if you support the Storm or the Orange, right? Um, and there's a rumor that you may have grown up an Orange fan. Is this true? It might have been when I was younger. You know, you got to uh, got to watch right? watch watch hockey by any means, I suppose. So, uh, <laughs> well, what were you supposed to do? Not cheer for them when it's your hometown? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, I understand, you know, but things change, right? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess you guys just played them, and it sounded like a wild atmosphere in the storm shelter. Sold out, eh? Definitely. To to be honest with you, the even the atmosphere that the Storm fans brought to Sheffield's place. Yeah. Like you could hear the Storm fans cheering like just as loud, despite the fact that they had however many more fans in there that, that didn't cover it up. Like you could hear I understand. Yeah. I, I totally know what you mean. That the away fans can be louder even if there's less of them, yeah. you know? Yeah, yep. definitely. Um, so you did just get named Actually, you know what? We should just ask you right now. What is your favorite chocolate bar? Favorite chocolate? Oh, I'm a Twix man. I, Are I like you Twix. really? Jeez. Uh, um, we've done Twix the before to, uh... in the shed. I don't know if you knew this, but in Herning, Denmark, they chuck Twix on the ice at the goalie for winning now. For real. Sounds perfect right yeah twix are are good and um let's see if we can bring the twix to uh match right to the chocolatey storm hopefully right after next win let's see some twix folks right get involved (laughs) um so you gotta be the youngest goalie in the league then eh yeah so uh nottingham last season had a pretty young goalie uh matty blore i'm not sure if you've heard of him and uh, they've got uh, Luca Sheldon as well. He's he's not too old, but as it stands for now, I'm uh, I'm the youngest goalie. So yeah, that's yeah, pretty neat, uh, man. Well done. Yeah, Congratulations. Uh, that's be a feather you. in your cap. You know. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um. So how did it all go down then? Because obviously you had been on Manchester's radar. Um. Uh, but how do you end up in Manchester? So uh, last season was my first senior year of hockey and I played for the Blackburn Hawks, which are a couple of leagues below the storm. But uh, the head coach in Blackburn, he had like a pretty good contact with uh, Matt Ginn and Ryan Finneter. So it ended up where... Yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Finneter. It ended up that I was able to come and train with the storm a little bit last season, which was absolutely amazing like it was for the experience and more like a a personal development for me as opposed to like but like and i say this though in hockey is like it doesn't matter where you're skating or what rink you're on or who you're skating with you're basically always trying out in hockey world because people talk and it's like you go to those skates and you show what's up and then all of a sudden you're on their team right (laughs) that's kind of how it went (laughs) yeah well, you never know when you're skating somewhere and like you, if you're working hard and trying hard, you never know who's watching. doesn't matter where you are. You well, know? I, I think it's important that you, you leave it on the ice. Like you said, wherever you are, 
that hockey is kind of you're always trying out because there's always somebody even if they're not there with the intention of watching you directly if if you're working hard enough then it's it's bound to catch someone's eye whether that's just one of the guys that you're skating with or the coach or just just someone passing by that happens to see you if if you put in all the work in and putting the effort in then I suppose it it comes to show eventually I agree and uh shed guys no shed guys and people uh respect guys that work hard and are like good dudes and that's how all this works for me and i i've realized how the hockey world works is it's all who you know what people are gonna say when the, when the phone rings and they're like hey what do you think about alex oldale or brent walton and it's whatever that person says whether or not you get paid more get paid less whether they want you whether they don't want you it's all what that person says about you right well yeah to a to a certain degree yeah well and then it also i guess matters how you play right (laughs) whether or not you stop pucks (laughs) you gotta have to stop the pucks at some point but uh and if yeah, you're five it, foot eight always... and a bit fat, you got to score some goals. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, but anyways, you did just get named to team GB under 20. That must've been an exciting day. So do you find out the same way I do all of a sudden just posts on social media? <laughs> yeah, essentially. So uh, you obviously go and do the, the skate and it's like over for a couple of days and you do the practices and then, you kind of just get the email to say whether your team like long list or like unfortunate right. to not make if you're it. still in the mix uh, or not yeah yeah kind of that kind of idea and then out of nowhere it just gets slapped all over social media and it's out there so yeah it, it kind of happens pretty quickly but it's so then it is just based on like they announce it and all of a sudden here we go like i just found out too yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's interesting because I guess it's the same as like when guys sign with teams. I mean, I, I do. I guess I almost leaked the devil signing a guy a week or two ago, and like I know of another guy now that signed somewhere, and it's not announced, and it's nowhere except that I know about it. And it's like maybe that's why they're doing that with you guys, is so that you can't tell anybody because I know way too much in my shed, man. <laughs> yeah. What, what's known in the shed stays in the shed. Well, I got to be careful, right? But someone might be going to Romania. That's a shed guy. That's all I know. Right? Think, rumor uh, mill. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a rumor. It's real, though. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> I just don't want to get in trouble for saying too much, right? You got to know what you're talking about. And I don't want to get in trouble by telling people secrets. So um, whenever it's announced, it's announced. <laughs> Yeah. So Twix, eh? Pretty excited to see you get a Twix at just 18 years old. That'd be neat, eh? Kids at 18 mm-hmm. like chocolate. Uh, I think Twix is a it's a pretty standard answer, but you just you can't go wrong. Twix, uh, Twix are a... good. Kit Kats are good. I mean, they're standard, but they're good, you know? And it's... so rumor has it, you guys are playing the Cardiff Devils this weekend. So that... uh yeah. That's something else because obviously you see my devil's jerseys behind me and I am a devil and that's yeah. why the shed exists. Um, so it's going to be an interesting weekend to watch. I just want everybody to have fun and compete. But what I was thinking, just when I think out loud, is we want to get get that back with Mosey. So if, say, the devils ended up earning it, 
at home and uh you guys want to make it rain kit cats and cardiff totally cool with the shed uh because fun is fun and if they earn it they earn it and then you know uh there could also be a chocolate storm if manchester wins right because whoever earns it should get it right fun is fun hockey's supposed to be fun um, i'm hoping the chocolate storm lands on a lands on our side of the ice but right friend, friendly and, competition i think well and it's whoever earns it earns it folks let's just all have fun right and uh, security guards, get yeah. your hands off my shed family, right? Let them bring in the Twix. We don't need to be putting anything up our re- roosters, you know, <laughs> up our rears mm-hmm. just to get them into the, the barn, right? We, yeah, they might not taste yeah. as good if people have to put them up their keister. <laughs> so let's just let them come in with the chocolate and then let's have fun this weekend, right? Shed family, right? Make it rain. Definitely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Be fun, just in my opinion. <laughs> so where and what are you doing now? I ask everybody that right now. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm at home currently. I'm just. What is home mean? Like with your parents? No, so home for me now. Well, it's it's weird because actual home is an hour away from here, which isn't far in like terms of travel. But home for me now is is in sunny Manchester. Uh, yeah, it is. Kind of just taking an easy afternoon. We had a, a skate this morning. Who's, uh, you got a roommate? Pardon? You got a roommate? Yeah, so there's a there's a few guys in this house that I'm in, but uh, it's a good laugh. Yeah. I, and there's a bunch of younger fellows too, all single guys running mocks or what? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, good stuff. Well, you guys have a younger team, eh? That could be fun. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's quite a lot of young guys on the team actually. Kind of there's sort of me and Connor Lee. I'm sure you've heard that name around. He's even younger than you. Yeah, he's uh he's 16. And he's on a professional so hockey uh, team. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's hey, living he there with the you. Do you guys need like adult supervision at these these ages? Yeah. <laughs> Should you guys be with billets? Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, eighteen year olds are usually with billets and sixteen year olds. <laughs> yeah. Uh you guys must be having fun living on your own. Who cooks? Yeah. Well, I, I've started to cook. I'm trying my best. But... Yeah, because I sucked at cooking at that age, man. I still suck at cooking right now, but we're getting there. It's a learning curve, I think. It, it so is, yeah. It's and that, well, then once you start running a muck out of it, you can really get into it, right? You, people enjoy what they're mm-hmm. good at, and cooking's a good challenge, you know? <laughs> All sorts of dishes. <laughs> uh, I did get pretty versatile over my time after going to Europe. It was so boring in Voyance, Denmark, I got right into cooking just to keep myself entertained, you know? spice things up yeah so your goalie partner is a shed guy and he currently has the best goals against and save percentage or something in the league he's the top goalie if you look up the website there evan wenninger what a beauty he is eh of course he's a we make a a good goalie tandem yeah i learned from him he enjoys teaching me different things and it's always good to I think it's important to not only have a good bond on the ice with not just the full team, but goalies especially, like 
there's only two of us at the end of the day. So to have that good relationship on and off the ice, totally I find agree. is really important. And he is a class guy. I couldn't find anything anything bad to say about him. Um, I, I found the same when I talked to him in the shed that he's an absolute dandy. And when he spoke of like goalie partners he'd had in the past, I can tell he's learned from other people of who he doesn't want to be and um, try to be the best like older yeah brother type guy to you right and teach you some shit but it's the same as like line mates i always tried to have the best relationship with my line mates because it's important right yeah yeah definitely you gotta you gotta build them strong bonds and uh if you if you can get on with the guys off the ice it just makes it a whole lot easier on the ice sure does yeah and you want to do more for each other you know when you care about each yeah other. definitely it makes you Makes you want to work for those guys as well as yourself. So, has anybody ever said anything to you about how many games you may get in, or is it uh, like we don't know? You're just going to practice every day, working hard. Uh, it's it's kind of like a an as and when sort of idea, I suppose. I'm I'm more than happy to snatch any amount of game time that I can get, but I think for me this year, it's a uh, it's kind of learning to live a sort of the professional side of hockey. I've been yeah. like with it in my rookie year, it's always kind of been a practice a couple of times a week, maybe like go to the gym in your own time, get yourself to the game. So I think this year it's important that I, I soak it all in and turn up every day, work my hardest every day and, gather as much information off as many people as I can and sort of widen my knowledge on living the life as a pro hockey player as opposed to just playing it for for the sake of playing, I suppose. You're pretty grown up for an 18-year-old. Did you know that? You're pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> Smarter than I was at 18. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, you know, yeah. I didn't have but a choice like... when I moved to <laughs> Well, like, your practices now, right? Um I know you played with like the adults last year in the NIHL, but like your practices with Manchester this year, when you get little Santy coming in on you and ripping shots and Heinem and all the, the shed guys, like it's going to make you better facing those shots every day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're bound to see improvement. I think it's inevitable that you get some sort of gain from it, whether that be, you get a little bit quicker on your feet or your reactions, just just all that all aspects of the game, I suppose. You'll find that over time, if you're if you pushed out of your comfort zone and you work hard enough while you're out of that comfort zone, you'll find as you get more comfortable, you settle in and I suppose that's how you improve and get better. I agree. You better watch what you're doing with your hands down there. Stop playing with your tally whacker. I can hear it. <laughs> no, so I'm, uh, I'm trying to yeah, you gotta don't well, be hand, don't I'm be getting all handsy on me. <laughs> don't be getting all handsy on me. Um, no, but you did you did get into a real game so far, a Challenge Cup game. It said, Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that was a uh, in Sheffield. I saw saw the last few minutes of the third period, which was unreal. Just so you the, you got your pro debut and, was in your hometown in Sheffield. That's cool. Yeah, it it meant a lot to me. Like 
away from the sport for for that to happen in my hometown like all my family was there at the game supporting the storm of course <laughs> yeah but uh, that's hockey to, to be able to 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 be able to get that game time in front of like all my family and friends and it was i think it was a big thing for me like i i took away from that game that hockey's more than just playing the sport on the ice and going home it, it becomes a lifestyle like to to go home and like i called home to my parents and like rang like wider family and friends and they were all saying oh we saw you on the ice we saw you on the ice and it, it means a lot and especially when you come away from the rink and kind of like you settle back down and the adrenaline and the hype of the game wears off for me it stayed with me for like a, a few hours longer than <laughs> that's cool like what any other game that I've played in the past well and that's what you realize too when you get older and like when you are out the other side of the game is like the impact pro hockey players can have on kids right it's like you had that experience for yourself but then that the person that sent me the picture of you signing those pucks for the kids and he mentioned how much it meant to those kids it's like some kids can go to a hockey game and watch the game and enjoy it But like when they get that interaction with the player, or they get something signed or they get a picture like they go home and they're buzzing and they don't forget about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I, I think that stuff with the fans is just as important as I suppose anything else that you do around the rink, because at the end of the day, those people take time out of their own days, whether they go to work, like whatever, whatever they do in the spare time, they're, they're designating that few hours a weekend or if we've got a midweek game, like people finish work and come straight to the rink. So if there's, And if there's that, a five that's minute their slot spending that I can money. spend, Their spending money is on, Yeah, on, yeah. on supporting you guys. <laughs> yeah. Think Yeah, about definitely. how much money So has been I, spent I think in chocolate. it's <laughs> all the tricks <laughs> bars, all to be thrown at us at the end of the game. but seriously, yeah, if you start adding up how much money has been spent in chocolate around the world, because of me talking to my chefs, like Matt Carruth, the goalie in Harry, Denmark, we figure... that he's seen tens of thousands of Twix bars. <laughs> Serious. That's a lot of money, folks. I don't Keep think it there are up. anything Keep up better. the good work. Tens Keep supporting of thousands the fun. of Twix. Yeah. <laughs> but anywho, yeah, it makes sense, though. And you got to take care of those people. And then it's like the same as like trying to get kids out to learn how to golf now or play hockey is like, that's the people of the future. And it's like, You take care of the young kids around Manchester now, and ten
yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's sort of names of people everywhere, so you you bump into guys eventually at some point. So yeah, I, I guess. Uh, so I don't know if you guys are training with him again, but Sam Bell came on last year. He was like the worker outer guy. But um, anyways, then Critch just came on, mucked it up again. And that's so cool having my logo on his jersey. It just makes me laugh every time I see it, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's about as hockey as it gets, folks. I got to be the first podcast mm-hmm. in the world, I think, to sponsor a professional hockey player. Somebody can tell me if I'm wrong, right? Groundbreaking first, stuff. I'm the best. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, and then Martin, he's a rookie too, eh? Kind of like yourself. Yeah, he's a uh, he's actually in the room next to me. <laughs> oh, really? Does he live in there too? So I've already uh, been to this place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah me and uh, me and Marty, we we're good buddies. He uh he enjoys to come and play NHL and just burst in the room and demand that he beats me on NHL a few times and then <laughs> kind of don't see him for the rest of the night until the morning after. <laughs> you guys are bringing back memories. I remember being that young once, you know, not that young anymore. <laughs> so um, how about Finner? Is he like just the big scary suit guy now where like you're, he just walks around like he owns the place or does he still talk to you guys? Is he still one of the guys? No. Or is he a suit? Yeah, nah. He, I think he's still one of the guys. Is he? Yeah. Uh, what? He he comes across like when when you speak to him, it's it's not like intimidating or if if you've got any worries or problems, like you don't feel you. It, it's easy to speak to in a sense that like I know that I could just contact him and be like, "Finners, I've I've got a problem or I need something and He's brilliant. I think you could say that about the same thing for all the staff at Storm. Like everything from the coaches to the physios, like back to finners. The they're all they all have a purpose, obviously, and a job to do, but on a on a level of like being your friend as much as your boss kind of thing. And I think it's a good balance that everyone has at the storm. That makes sense then. Guys buy in and happy hockey players play better. Uh but fun fact yeah. is when Finner came on <laughs> there's a story like I always say shed guys no shed guys the George brothers who are legends in Cardiff who never played hockey they have a story of <laughs> when he was in Cardiff um, and they were out for the night um, they went into his apartment while they were still out and moved everything around like moved the kitchen to the bedroom the bedroom to the kitchen like moved it all around on him so when he came home his whole apartment was was changed i think it sounds like fun is fun (laughs) you know yeah i uh, can imagine that taking a few hours to correct as well yeah and then like it's just funny because you know now he's the like whatever he is, GM owner, whatever he is of the team, like um, to think of him back as one day being like you guys just having fun and being a hockey guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, everybody's at a different stage in their life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so another goalie that looked like he crossed paths with you quite a bit is somewhat with my old team, Cardiff, Ben Norton. He seems to be every, he's on the U20 team with you again. He was on like an under 15 Sheffield team with you. It seems like you guys have crossed paths a lot. eh? Yeah. I've, uh, I've known Ben for however many years it's been, maybe 
six years now. Uh, I've always got along with him. We've been on the same team. He's been abroad. Like we'll we'll go for like a year gap where we don't see each other, and then out of nowhere it'll be like we're back again, and then yeah. we're straight back into it, and then. Well, it seems I'll, like you guys I'll are like the top and... goalies your age in in the UK. So you're gonna probably keep crossing paths, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, at some point. But he's a good guy. He's a he's a well, like you said, he's a good goalie. He's, we can learn off each other. We can push each other. Bit bit of friendly competition never hurt anyone. Uh, like well, we're trying yeah. to trying to better each other and be better than each other at the same time. So it's a good relationship that we have. That's cool. Um, so how did you get into hockey? It uh, it started off. I I used to play roller hockey. I don't know if that's like a a yep. thing that you hear a lot from hockey players. I played uh, a lot of roller I, hockey I myself. Roller hockey. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's a fun sport. It sure is. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I started off with the roller hockey, and then I kind of when I was maybe thirteen, uh, I wanted to like get a little bit more serious with it and I'd always watched ice hockey even when I played roller hockey so I I knew the idea of it and like you started ice hockey when you were what age uh I made the transition at 13 you made the transition to ice hockey at 13 and you're playing professional at 18 yeah this is my uh sixth season of ice hockey that we're in now jeepers that's uh pretty impressive um and i actually think it's kind of funny because of all the people you hear about that like think their kid needs to go triple a and under nine or under eight or under 11 and like everybody needs to go to all these places right away when they're kids and it's like um actually who's gonna be good is gonna be good <laughs> you know yeah so it's ne- never left sort of the sheffield area until last year played my first senior year at blackburn and then now I'm here with the storm, so I've I've not not it's all been happened very fast, far. eh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It all kind of came at once. So I guess now that you like are gonna have EIHL games on your resume and whatnot, you ever think about like going junior abroad or like? Um, I know it'll be harder this season to get much ice time with Wenny in net. Um, and uh, but like. I know there's a bunch of British players that try to go abroad in their junior years, right? Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's something that as a junior, like not just me, it's something that everyone thinks about. Just because of the amount of guys that go and do it, it's like it's an experience, think, oh, right? I, I could get the experience, try it for a year, but I never really, never really followed through with it. I've always kind of just been a close to home guy sort of played locally but it's it's something that i i want to be able to try one day but for now it's not really what i'm thinking about i'm more right. than happy where i am um, and i think you should um, be and i think it's probably a better setup where you're doing and playing against professionals yeah. every day it's like Definitely. i my buddy that's in cardiff josh batch like he had only played like junior b hockey um somewhere in like california and then all of a sudden he joins the cardiff devils and like the progress he must have made just jumping into the EIHL, practicing with pros every day, practicing with the imports every day. 
and like the GB guys. And like, then all of a sudden he's making team GB and he's like a staple of the team. And um, yeah, you got to just jump right into it. Right. Yeah, definitely. And, and like the amount of guys that you have, for instance, like in, in the elite league where, where we are now, it's, there's guys that have played everywhere. So you get different play styles come in, like with Santa, he's played in Finland. And then you've got Winnie that's played all over <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> uh, just there's, there's a lot of guys that like, and Andreas, he's played in Norway. So you get bits of different games. And I, I feel like there's no point in me flying out to the different places to play it when they kind of, they come to you where you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, and it is you. Every place plays differently, and where you're brought up in the game makes you who the player you are. A lot of times too. But yeah, like Finland plays different than Germany. Germany plays different than the UK. It's Norwegian hockey is totally different than and then like Danish hockey. It's all different, you know. Yeah, I think it's good to have that mix though, because then you get guys that have mastered the game in one place and then you get guys that come over from another place and it's like well I can teach you how to do this you teach me how to do that and then all of a sudden you've got a guy that can expand his game to different play styles and oh, yeah. you, you all learn off each as much as you learn off like the coach and the drills that you're doing I think a lot of it is learning off of each other as well because for something that you might not be as good at, there'll be a guy that's brilliant at it. And for something that you might be brilliant at, there'll be a guy that wants to learn it. So, well, and like having, it's not just learning from each other, but competing with each other, right? Like when you're competing with guys better than you or can do things you haven't seen before, then you see them execute it and you're like, oh, maybe I should try that someday. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Well, like, Kind of like what I said earlier about the coming out of the comfort zone thing. If you've got a guy that's unreal at something and you're maybe not confident, just just go for it. Like try it, and if you yeah. don't do it the first time, do it the second time. And if you, like, it'll, you it'll come right. It's like trying to it. speak German. <laughs> you just don't get yeah. frustrated. You got to keep trying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm I totally collected. get it though. Yeah. Um, but like the team, Great Britain. Um, I don't know how old you would have been through. I guess you you would have been pretty young <laughs> like when bouncy who's a sheffield boy my buddy that is like backstopping team gb to gold medals and you got Jono's the captain of sheffield you may or may not have rooted for them in the past like it must have been pretty neat to see team great britain do what they've done yeah it was like sitting at home watching it on the tv it was kind of like sat on the edge of the sofa and especially in the in the gold medal like when they were on set to win gold, it was like, it got very real. Like I, I grew up watching those guys and like seeing them just play at club level. And then all of a sudden you whack them all in one team and they're, they're about to win their gold. group of the world championships. And and they've done it a couple of times now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so same concept for, for each time, I guess it's kind of, that on the edge seat, like I've watched these people play like yeah. right in front of you and now you're seeing them all together on the ice in your country's jersey. Well, and that's what was cool goals. for me, right? Is like they're my buddies that I played against and was competing with and then you come home and you're done hockey, but you, you can be like, I know those guys and they're playing on TSN right now and like they were my teammates. 
yeah yeah it's uh i get what you're saying for sure um but yeah no and then uh just a reminder folks dowdy's on that team too and he's got a signed uh steelers t-shirt that smells like him uh raffle at aleshockeytales.com and the o'reilly pucks right poster picks <laughs> um you got good looking pads and blocker and glove with the manchester outfit there good color combo there with you know the the colors of your pads and blocker really go with the jersey i thought well done yeah I, uh, last season i wasn't really too much in it was the the first set of customs i got and uh, i don't know if you've seen i had the the bright blue ccms so for me to for me to come to storm this year and sort of be in the matching uniform shall we say uh feels good to right <laughs> Like, look good feel good kind of play kind good. of vibe yeah that's yeah what we're looking for um i was just digging it mm-hmm. so then who's the guy in the picture of you you're having a pint coors light is that your old man yeah that is a uh, biggest supporter as well probably alongside my my mum and my grandparents and my dad as a as a four they they follow me anywhere with it but uh, that that photo that you're talking about, that's uh, that's my old man in there. Uh, well, we, in Canada, you're not even allowed to drink at 18 years old, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, be sure to state that that pint was drank in the UK all yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a beer before I was 19, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, never. <laughs> Uh, no. So that what's the picture of a plane? You took a picture of the w- a wing of a plane. Where are you going? What are you doing? I was, uh, that was in the summer. I decided to take a break in Spain, just, uh, enjoy the sun and the sand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm a big travel guy. I like, I like sightseeing. I'm all about seeing wherever I go. I'll always make time to, to, to get to know the area that you're in. I, I don't like to just sit, sit in my time. room or sit yeah. in the ring like uh, i like to get out and about so like even when i come to manchester on like the first couple of days i was straight into the city like seeing seeing what there is to see i suppose yeah you gotta live <laughs> yeah um and mm-hmm. then yeah so i guess that makes sense for a couple of the other ones ones you're hiking and you're like on top of a big rock eh? yeah that's uh that's right next to manchester actually i kind of thought that fit with the the man just a vibe so i'm uh i'm a big hiking and walking guy again to go with the sightseeing kind of well yeah it keeps you fit and active kind too, of vibe, right? <laughs> uh but then another one of your poster yeah, yeah. picks brought back memories though it's a you out hiking again but you don't have a top on and you got the blue tape on you i remember having the blue tape all over me <laughs> the blue yeah. tape for every muscle every injury <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Every every time there's something different and you get the tip out. The blue tape. Yeah. Right down. And then it's pulling yeah. that shit off afterwards, right? That sucks. That's the that's more painful. Whatever you're taping up probably isn't as painful as taking the tape off. Right? Yeah. There's no hair left when you're done. <laughs> no, nope, the clean wax strip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's all about the blue tape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's the then? I guess it's the same similar vibe. You like being outdoors and doing shit, but you're outside eating a thin crust pizza type deal. Where's that? That was a that was in a a little restaurant. Uh, thought I'd treat myself to the pizza. Just I'm a 
I'm a bit of a food guy, I suppose, despite the fact that I can't really cook. I, uh, That's okay, yeah. You don't have to be the one to cook it to I love, eat it. I love a good pizza on the, on the days that I can get away with it. Well, that was So, a thin crust. That wouldn't even do anything to you. That's healthy for you. Thin crust. uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go with healthy. Yeah. Got tomato on there too, right? That's got to be healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I ate a lot of pizzas while I was in Europe. Good pizza game over there. <laughs> um. So what's the poster pick? Actually, where was the waterfall there with the blue tape then? That was a that was in the Peak District, which is again, it's kind of the no man's land between Sheffield and Manchester. And Okay. uh, one of our buddies from over in Sheffield, we kind of just got in the car one day and decided to walk as far as we could walk, and then we found that place. And You just there found was that a, randomly? a couple You of weren't other meaning people to go there. there? No, we we were just walking through the hills, and we stumbled up. like stumbled across it and there were a couple of couple of people there already and they were swimming in there just like natural cold water swimming Yeah. so uh we stripped it down to the shorts and jumped straight in Makes sense to me. Um, okay, what's the poster pick? I think this mm is -hmm. last season with Black Burn. Um, is that a Halloween picture? Halloween parties are awesome. the uh Is it the the one with the that's that's actually my brother, so I don't know if you can see Is that this your brother? poster up here. Yeah. But that's uh my brother's on there. So somewhere on there, but uh he's a paratrooper, so that night there was for Remembrance Night and Blackburn brought him on as a special guest and uh he did like the puck drop and when we set See, I thought like that did was the a Halloween hash marks costume. on his No, no, he's a he's a paratrooper. He's an actual paratrooper. Wow, I was way off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the real deal. Holy shit, eh? So <laughs> he's the older brother? yeah, Paratrooper, jeez. yeah, he's he's uh, he's twenty four now. Huh. Mm -hmm. Well, that's cool. Um, so you do you get to see him much then, or is he Yeah, gone he's a uh, lot? not for me. Uh, I I see him as often as I can, but he he obviously lives on base. Uh, he's he's just had a daughter brought into the world, actually, bless her. Uh, so he, he's kind of caught up with the dad duties at the minute. So see, seeing him's a little bit of a struggle, but I, I've I've met my niece a couple of times on the occasions when he's he's come up and brought her with him. So it, it's nice to see the family that like aren't necessarily. directly at home when I go on to like visit my parents kind of thing. But I see him around. I speak to him a lot as well. So Uh, that's uh, pretty impressive. He must be in shape. <laughs> I'm just guessing. Um, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay. So then what is Sheffield minor hockey like? I guess you were more into roller until 13 years old then, eh? Yeah. So I, I played roller hockey out of a town called Rotherham, just in a, in a little roller ink kind of, very close-knit community everyone knew everyone and it was all a good laugh and then I started off in Sheffield with the juniors which was brilliant they were Were welcoming you always a from goalie then? Did you ever play out? uh, as as a player at roller hockey uh, I've never been a player at ice but Right. I, I played one season in like under eight so You back just knew when you were I was a goalie after knee one high year, eh? Yeah. yeah it were 
I wanted to be a goalie from the start, but it pretty much took me the year to convince my dad to buy me the kit. <laughs> but it'd be expensive, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so you had only played hockey for a couple of years, but the research team saw a Team GB for under-16 Riga Cup. Did you make Team GB like two years into hockey? Yeah, so it started off, I did... I did the first year in Sheffield when I was like 13, 14 years old. And then the the second season, I played England under 15s, which we went to Turku in Finland for. And then that same year, the, the Great Britain under 16s team put together a squad. Uh, we unfortunately didn't get, to, I don't think we traveled that year. There was something happened and we didn't, managed to make the trip but the team was selected and I, I must have only been playing somewhere between one and two years at that point <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> jeepers so then how did your season go then your first year with i guess you call it senior hockey or men's hockey the blackburn hawks how'd that go that was brilliant the the standard of hockey was like more than enough for me to settle into senior hockey. The the guys at Blackburn were all brilliant. We had a good relationships like we spoke about earlier on and off the ice. So good set of guys, That's good important. level of hockey. Yeah. Uh, good coaching staff, good off ice team. So it was brilliant. It was, you kind of make like a bit of a hockey family. So I suppose when you play in, it's you, you're just having fun with your friends and playing the sport that you love. And then away from the ice, you can spend time with those people and not feel like they're, you feel like they're your friends and not just like your teammates. I <laughs> yeah. And it's important to make it feel like a family. It's like uh, the girlfriends, the wives, children, like, and when people, I don't know, I always found it interesting. Like we have my parents came over to Germany or to Cardiff, like they got right involved with, my teammates or friends or like the fans. Um, and then other parents would come over and, you know, you really wouldn't even really know they were there around. And it's like, it's like a hockey family. You got to get everyone involved, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's a hundred percent. It's yeah. Like you say, you just got to make a big family and kind of go day by day and enjoy every minute of it. That's all you can do. Yeah. And work hard and play hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, well, I don't know what else I got other than uh, I guess when you grew up in Sheffield, um, probably with a bunch of the same kids, but uh, Tate Shudra, your last year and under 18, it said you didn't lose a game from what I saw and he scored 40 goals in 16 games. Yeah. I'm a, Tate's a good buddy in the, in the GB trials that we, we were at just gone for the for the under 20s team i shared a room with him i uh i speak to him often he, he's a really good guy he, he was at blackburn with me last year too for a, oh, okay. for a little bit he, he kind of joined a little later into the season uh so i've known tate for years his his dad ron shudra i'm sure you know the name i've heard the name so he was a sheffield legend and now the put now his puppies are coming up and doing their own thing isn't it weird how jeans yeah. are a thing <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> could say that yeah but, uh yeah yeah tate's tate's a good lad yeah uh, all 
voice tries his hardest. Yeah. Excuse me. I got to plug this laptop in because I don't want it to cut off on you. Oh dear. But, uh, yeah. But. But yeah, it's, is that uh, a Manchester a Storm hat? Why do I not have a man? Why do I not have any Manchester swag yet to wear in the shed? Can somebody ask Finner for me, or like, can somebody send me a gosh darn hat so I can wear it with pride? I'm a team sponsor, <laughs> and I got no swag, you know. <laughs> we got to get a Storm hat in the shed, I think. I agree for sure. We do. I should be wearing something about the yeah. Storm in here storm. since I'm promoting the team. I'm sponsoring the team. And you know, I'm doing my best to help. <laughs> yeah, right? A little logo wouldn't hurt. Right? Just a hat, guys. Right? Just send me a hat or a shirt. You know, I'll wear it with pride around here in Concord in Canada. Everybody will know about the storm. Uh, but no, like it's fun to get to know you guys. Um, it's fun to get to know like your hockey family. Like I've had on Greg, the Greggy bus. Um, I've had on Sam Bell, like I said. And then, like, the match night announcer, and then Jake, um, shed director of marketing. Uh, and, like, you guys have a good hockey family around Manchester, don't you? almost feel like I'm a part of it. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's uh, everything you'd want it to be. Well, that's nice to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, I guess I don't really have anything other than I'd like to see Twix on the ice next time Manchester plays and wins at home, right? And um, against Cardiff yeah. this weekend, folks, I'm just a hockey fan. I just want to see Shed guys compete and have fun. And I hope it gets really chocolatey in both arenas this weekend. I don't, I, whoever wins, wins. But let's throw some gosh darn chocolate, right? <laughs> yeah. Chocolate at the end, no matter. <laughs> Everyone smiles that way. Uh, it it you know what maybe it's even like an overtime game where both teams get a point and what all that jazz you know everybody can be happy and um, then we'll all throw chocolate and be a sh hockey family shed family right <laughs> yeah don't forget sure. your Twix and Kit Kats folks right <laughs> of course well thanks for making your uh, debut trip to the shed um, after getting to know you I'm gonna want to talk to you some more as I see your career play out because. Um, Geez, you're only 18. You got a lot of places to go and do cool things, right? Yeah, definitely. No, I really appreciate you having me on. Well, thanks for signing uh, those kids' uh, pockets. You earned it. It's been a lot. <laughs> well, sorry I have to be so short today. You know, it's a real no, world no. calling. I got to get definitely. back into it. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been another episode <laughs> of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with O-Dog and Wally. I don't it's Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's alright. Some people they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive me. I'm like Scott, cause I'm a gold man.